self-development with tactics. So we're gonna go ahead with the meaning of life and yeah and therefore also with a unifying principle because and the article is a bit longer as you can see we have almost I guess at least I don't know how long it really is because sometimes you know it's it's a little bit uh yeah anyway um we might be a bit over the half might actually be more I don't know so at first glance, the many answers we have found to the question of life's meaning seem quite different. But stepping back, a clear view comes into focus and we can see the forest for the trees. Across every answer, there is a broad agreement on favoring certain paths in choosing happiness or suffering, pleasure over pain, life over death, saving the world over destroying it, virtue over vice, truth over lies, justice over injustice, beauty over ugliness, order over chaos, proximity to God over distance from God. All these preferences embody pursuit of what is valued, what we call good. We could say the meaning of life rests in maximizing good, good for oneself, good for others, and good for the world. But from where does goodness or goodness originate? What makes one thing good and another bad? As it happens, there is an object in reality from which all goodness and badness derives. It is also the source of all meaning to all creatures. Without it, there would be no meaning at all. So the origin of good. The good is anything useful, valuable or worthwhile to someone. Under this definition, we can find some good in any technology. Consider considered useful in any item of value people spend money to acquire or in any human endeavor considered worth doing. For example, we can say a life-saving medicine is useful, houses are valuable, and making art is worthwhile. Why are these things good? A supreme good. 2360 years ago, Aristotle noticed something strange. If you repeatedly ask why is that thing good, it leads to a chain of questions and answers. Oddly, this chain does not continue forever, it always ends at the same place. In something that just is good, a thing good for its own sake. Every art and every investigation and likewise every practical pursuit of understanding or undertaking seems to aim at some good. Hence, it has been well said that the good is that at which all things aim. But as there are numerous pursuits and arts and sciences, it follows that their ends are correspondingly numerous. For instance, the end of the science of medicine is health, that of the art of shipbuilding a vessel, that of strategy victory, and that of domestic economy wealth. If therefore among the ends at which our actions aim, there be one which we will for its own sake, while we will the, uh, while we will the others only for the sake of this, and if we do not choose everything for the sake of something else, which would obviously result in a process at infinitum, so that all desire would be futile or futile and vain. It is clear that this one ultimate end must be the good and indeed the supreme good. By Aristotle in Nicomachean Ethics 340 BC. So what form does this supreme good take? Tracking down the supreme good. Before my fucking PC turns itself off.
Let's see, let's try some examples. So we can use the previous example of medicine, houses and art, but if Aristotle is right, it works starting from anything good. Try some of your own examples and see. Example one, medicine. Why is life-saving medicine good? Because it saves people's lives. Why is saving people's lives good? Because it allows them to live longer. Why is living longer good? Because it allows them to have more experiences. Why is having more experiences good? It just is. Well, you could also just, you know, you could also say like, okay, why I have, why is having more experiences good? Um, because you're able to see more and experience more. Well, anyway, <laughs> example two, housing. Why are houses good? Because they protect people from the elements. Why is protecting from the elements good? Because it keeps people comfortable and prevents sickness. Why is being comfortable and healthy good? Because it provides for better experiences. Why is having better experiences good? It just is. It's going to lead to a three variable idea, by the way. Example three. Why is making art good? Because it leads to more art. Why is more art good? Because it gives people novel perspectives, feelings and thoughts. Why are novel perspectives, feelings and thoughts good? Because it creates more variety of experiences. Why is more variety of experience good? It just is. The supreme good found, question mark. The dictionary defines good as a benefit or advantage to someone or something. According to this definition, a good thing must not only provide some benefit, it must also provide a benefit to someone. We confirmed this in our examples. Regardless of where we began, each case ends in a just is. That's the point of argument experience, thoughts, feelings, perceptions, in other words, consciousness. Without conscious beings, there would be no someone to receive any benefit. No one would notice, never mind appreciate any good thing if not for consciousness, there could be no good. Might conscious experience be the foundation of all value? Is improving states of consciousness the source of all good and rightful action? Is harming consciousness the source of evil and immortal action? Over the centuries, some philosophers have suspected that minds, sensations or consciousness are the basic of all good and evil. For these words of good, evil and con contemptible, what? contemptible are ever used with relation to the person that, uses, that useth them, there being nothing simply and absolutely so, nor any common rule of good and evil to be taken from the nature of the, of the objects themselves, but from the person of the man or from the person that represents or representeth it. Thomas Hobbes in Leviathan, or Leviathan, 1651. We have already observed that moral distinctions depend entirely on certain percular or pecular sentiments of pain and pleasure, and that whether mental quality in ourselves or other gives us satisfaction by the survey or reflection is, of course, virtuous, as everything of this nature that gives uneasy, uneasiness is vicious. David Hume, or whom, in a treatise of human nature from 1739, 93, no, 39. Uh, if there appeared that we could not, on reflection, maintain anything to be intrinsically and ultimately good, except insofar as it 
entered into relation to consciousness of some kind and rendered good and desirable, and thus the only ultimate good or end in itself must be goodness or excellence of conscious life. Uh, from uh, Henry Sigwick in The Methods of Ethics from 1874. Ultimately, all value derives from conscious experience, for nothing can be felt, enjoyed, appreciated, thought, 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 thought. Is it thought? Is it thought? Well, I don't know. Or known outside of it. <laughs> all good things. If all good is based on conscious experience, then improving and perfecting states of consciousness and seeking desirable experiences constitutes the meaning, purpose and value of all conscious life. But what does it mean to improve conscious experience? If we discover how to be approached, how to best approach this supreme good, it would reserve or serve as a focus for all rightful action. Will not then a knowledge a knowledge of this supreme good be also of great practical importance for the conduct of life, uh, will it not better enable us to attain our proper object like archers having a target to aim at? Aristotle in the same book once again, 340 BC. It's hard to imagine any knowledge that could be more valuable. Dimensions of experience. The purpose of life is to live it, to taste experience to the utmost, to reach out eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experiences from Eleanor Roosevelt. How many ways are there to improve conscious experience? In our examples, we encounter three. Life-saving medicine improves consciousness by extending life and allowing for more experiences. Having shelter increases the quality of experience and creating art improved the variety of experience. So we're having three things. Thus, there are at least three ways consciousness can improve. Either way, by the quantity of experiences, the variety of experiences, and also quality of experience and experiences uh, in this graph, we only have an experience. Three dimensions of experience by which consciousness can improve. So quantity, to live it. One way to improve experience is to create more of them. That is, to increase the number of experiences, have more of them, live longer, save lives, continue and propagate life, create and support the next and future generations. As long as the experiences are positive, more is better than fewer. Thus, working to save and preserve life and to protect the planet that sustains us are seen as universal goals in service to universal good. Quality. To taste experience to the utmost. A second way to improve experience is to simply have better ones. That is, to increase happiness, pleasure, satisfaction and contentment, or to reduce suffering, pain, displeasure and anguish. And there is a quote by John Stuart Mill in Utilitarism from 1863. The creed which accepts as the foundation of morals, utility or the greatest happiness principle holds that action are right in, pro in proportion, proportion as they tend to promote happiness, wrong as they tend to produce the reverse of happiness. Increasing happiness and reducing suffering are not only goals held by all, but are considered by some to be the very definition of good. Variety. To reach out eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experience. A third way to improve experience is to have new kinds of them. That is, to, to have a wide breadth or breadth of experiences, try new things, explore new states of consciousness, learn, develop, grow, increase the ways of thinking, perceiving and being to promote a diversity of forms of conscious life. 
language, arts, culture, and expression. Variety is the very is the very spice of life that gives it all its flavors by William Cooper in The Task from 1785. Fewer desire lives of monotony or monotony or stagnation. Instead, we seek lives of learning and growth enriched by a diversity of experiences. Knowing the meaning of life. How much is there actually left? I wonder. There's actually quite something left, so I might just be ending it with the meaning of life, but I don't know. All good comes from increasing the quantity, quality, and variety of of life's experience. It is the source of all value and motive for all action. It is the meaning of life. Great power comes from knowing this ultimate source of value. Since all value derives from this, this knowledge tells us what things are truly valuable and worthy of pursue and which are not. Since this universal value is the motivation behind all human action, this knowledge helps to better understand and relate to others. Since it is the source of value behind every useful technology, this knowledge enables us to predict where technology is headed. Since it is the goal of conscious life, the knowledge tells us of the ultimate destiny of humanity or, for that matter, any intelligent race. Since it is the supreme purpose, this knowledge enables us to live in a manner to get the most and make the most out of our time here. So what things are valuable? Should I go through that now? I would actually like to, but yeah, let's do it. Uh, So what things are valuable? To know what is value is to know what is worthy of pursuing, protecting or fighting for. It tells us how to best spend our limited time, money and energy to achieve what's most important in life. A field called axiology is dedicated to the study of value. It seeks to answer where it comes from and what makes anything valuable. One of its lessons is that value comes in two forms. The first one is intrinsic value, things that are valuable for their own sake. And the second one is instrumental value, ways to achieve things with intrinsic value. So intrinsic value. In this 1973 work, Ethics, the philosopher William Frank Kana tried to list everything that has intrinsic value. The following is his list. Life, consciousness and activity, health and strength, pleasures and satisfaction of all, uh, of all or certain kinds, happiness, beatitude, contentment, etc., truth, knowing, uh, knowledge, I'm sorry, and true opinion of various kinds, understanding wisdom, beauty, harmony, proportion in objects contemplated, aesthetic experience, morally good dispositions or virtues, mutual affection, love, friendship, and cooperation, just distribution of goods and evils, harmony and proportion in one's own life, power and experiences of achievement, self-expression, freedom, peace and security, adventure and novelty, good reputation, honor and esteem, etc. All of these serve to improve one or more dimensions of experience. So in quantity we have in life, peace, security and activity. Then in quality we have happiness, satisfaction, pleasure. In variety, self-expression, novelty, freedom, power and strength. And then there's going to be some... um, uh, some words that can be found in, in one or actually three, one, two or three, well, actually two or three um, of these big piles, quite, so quantity, quality and variety. Um, in quantity, quality and variety, we can find love, consciousness and also understanding. In variety and quantity, we're having truth, knowledge and wisdom. In variety and quality, we're having beauty 
aesthetics and adventure and in quantity and quality uh, we're having health harmony and virtues but intrinsic values and improvements to consciousness are not the only thing we value we also value the means to reach these ends all desirable things are desirable either for the pleasure uh, inherent in themselves or as means to the promotion of pleasure and the prevention of pain john stuart mill in utilitarianism from 1863 once again such means are called instrumentally valuable, for they are instrumental to reaching some end goals which is valuable for itself. Instrumental value. Things like food, water, medicine, shelter, and fuel are not the ends but a means. They serve the purpose of maintaining and supporting conscious life and so are indirectly valuable to consciousness. Most money is spent to meet the basic needs of life, like food, clothing, shelter, healthcare. Living another day adds to the quantity of experience. When money is left over after meeting basic needs, it can be spent to improve the quality of experience and variety of experience. On travel, art, education, entertainment, conveniences, dining and electronics. The value of life. Consciousness may be the ultimate source of value, but it is by no means the only thing of value. Some things contain either a future potential for consciousness or play a supporting role for it. For example, a plant harboring only unconscious single-celled life or even just the necessary chemicals to later develop life has value. It is valuable for its potential to develop and host conscious life. If some misfortune prevented the rise of life on earth, it would represent an incalculable loss of value, for it would have prevented all the life and consciousness that otherwise would have emerged. Unconscious life on earth is also valuable for its role in the greater econ uh, ecosystem and food chain on which all conscious life depends on. Uh... I think I'm going to stop there. Well, let's go through the, the common values. Uh, whether one believes in religion or not, whether one believes in this religion or that religion, we all are seeking something better in life. The 14th Dalai Lama in The Art of Happiness from 1998. It sometimes seems no one can agree or anything, on anything, I'm sorry. But if there is a universal goal, improving conscious experience, and if this goal is shared by all conscious life, why do people ever disagree on anything? As we will see, disagreement stems not from disagreement on this universal value, but comes from different assumptions or priorities. And then the next time we're going to go ahead with different assumptions and the nun and the revealer or reveller or whatever. And But yeah, anyway, uh, I wish you the best. Bye bye.